Welcome to a new episode of the podcast that barely exists. I'm sorry.、Uh, I know I didn't upload an episode for like what, like ten days. I'm so sorry to all my listeners out there. I hope you had a great time without me. But I'm back, and、um, I can definitely say that taking a break, a creative break, is the best. Thing ever. Right now, I'm in the midst of my Insta detox, and I have not been using Instagram as excessively as I have been for let me think three days now. So in the last three days, the max amount I spent on the app were three minutes per day, I think. And I can tell you, I feel so good and so creative. I felt my creative juices flowing again, which is awesome. At the moment, I don't have much to do. To be quite honest, I'm at home, supposed to write an essay for uni, which I'm procrastinating on. One way of doing that is by recording this podcast episode, and another way is by shooting reels and yeah, doing home photo shoots. I have a new phone, finally upgraded to a new model, and I love it. The camera is next level. I love it, and I I took way too many pictures of myself. My camera roll is full of me, but yeah. My fifth episode was the one on arrogance inception, and arrogance is still a topic that is kind of on my mind, to be honest. Because I always think about whether I'm confident or overly confident to the point that it may offend people. But on the other hand, what doesn't offend people these days? I mean, name a topic, I don't know, and you'll find someone who complains about it, at least one person. So I don't really care, to be honest. But yeah, this episode is titled. Take off your mask for a particular reason. Of course, I know we would all love to be able to go out without masks, without the type of masks that actually cover our faces to protect us from disease, or supposedly do so. Yeah, but that's not the mask that I'm referring to. The crazy thing is, we're always surrounded by people wearing masks, whether they wear physical masks or not. I feel like there are so few people in this world who are actually authentic and who have the guts to show themselves the way they are. And I think that's a reason why I felt like it was time for an Insta detox because I think that world and that way of presenting yourself it really gets to you. Even if you're a critical thinker like I am, you still get used to seeing certain types of pictures, certain types of people presenting themselves in a certain type of way. And though I make sure to follow accounts that add value and that are inspiring to me and helpful on a personal and professional level. You still see those typical influencer shots and a lot of fashion shots because I love fashion so much. And of course, I follow accounts that are also fashion accounts. I don't follow typical influencers, but oh, I got an email. <laughs> Um, I don't follow typical influencers, but you still get those pics recommended and so on and so forth. Yeah, so I don't think that you can easily detach from that and say that it doesn't influence you at all while using the app. And I think that certain behaviors that originate online could potentially take over our lives, and maybe. Those types of learned behaviors are what I'm referring to most in the title of this episode, and I did a tiny bit of research、um, into sociology because I remembered that I heard about this concept of masks in that context. In I think it was well, 
must have been like four years ago in a lecture on sociology. And it's actually a concept by Irving Goffman, who is one of the, well, leading sociologists in his book, Relations in Public, chapter two, Territories of the Self. He basically says that we cannot not act, not communicate, not have face work going on. So he basically says that we are always acting beings who communicate also with our faces. What happens when half of your face is constantly covered, that's a completely different thing. There are so many components about this mask wearing thing that we don't actually consider enough. You always act. You always communicate. You always show what you're thinking, what you're feeling in your face. And I love the English language, obviously. I mean, I could do this podcast in German. And I love the double meaning of the word to act. Because acting means doing things, being active. But it also means acting in terms of theatrical or dramatic performance. It's so interesting that this one word describes those two components of what actually happens on a daily basis. What I'm just thinking about these days is, can we be real? Is there a way to be 100% yourself without any filters or fillers <laughs> or whatever? I don't even know if being real necessarily has to do with being raw or being unmanipulated in a way. I think that maybe being real has to do with presenting yourself in a way that is 100% authentic to you. As I've said, I've spent the last days taking pictures of myself <laughs> dressed up because I love fashion so much. And to be honest, of course I pose in those pictures. Of course, I put a little bit of makeup on. And of course, I pick my outfits in a way that is aesthetically pleasing. But does that make me fake? I don't know, because I have this deep, innate desire to do those things. And I do them my own way. I always pose a little weirdly or differently because I like to try new things that are still aesthetically pleasing. I don't know, it's a very, very interesting topic. I recently thought about one thing that happened when I was still in school. I think I was about 14 maybe. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was walking up the stairs with a friend of mine. We were talking and another friend joined us and I know he didn't mean it that way and I know he didn't want to be mean to me. But he said, oh Kata, you're here. I didn't even notice you. Didn't even know you were at school today. And that just kind of, I don't know, it's... Yeah, that really hit me. It was rough. I know what it feels like when you have so much to say and so much to express and so much to be, but somebody else just doesn't see it because you hold yourself back. And I know better than anyone else what it feels like to be invisible. I've been invisible for the longest time because I didn't have the guts to be myself completely. In my second episode, I talked about my love for fashion and how fashion actually helped me to express myself and to be a little bit more extravagant and maybe a little louder. You know, when I couldn't say things out loud, I used fashion. And, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing to have this passion and to have fun dressing up and styling yourself. But um, I can totally recommend this to anyone, you know, drop your mask. Be real. Be honest. Be you uncover yourself show yourself the way you are and be spontaneous and just see what happens 
Because that way you'll know people react badly to you, then you know that those are not your people. It's like people unfollowing me on Instagram. Well, go ahead. I keep losing followers when I post pictures of myself because they are used to, I don't know, sunset shots or nature shots. And I love sunsets. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm obsessed. But now the time has come for me to be seen. And I don't think that has anything to do with being arrogant. It just has to do with this desire I've always had inside of me to create things that other people see and that other people relate to. And I can say now from the bottom of my heart that I am ready to be an artist and a creator. That's what I've always wanted. But now is the first time in my life that I can say that I am ready to be that and to live in a way that allows me to express myself constantly and to surprise myself constantly doing that because most of the time I don't know what'll happen. You know, before I had so much personal stuff that was holding me back and that I had to work through and I did. I think it was there for me to grow through personally. There is this stereotype of, you know, let's call it the suffering artist who needs the pain to create And to be honest, I call BS on that. My experience is that creating helps you through rough times. But nothing truly beautiful, meaningful, and pure can be created from a place of darkness and destruction. Because I've been there. And my experience was that I was completely paralyzed creatively. Since I've left all of that behind, and let me know if you want me to talk a little bit about what helped me. I can say right now that I think I'm able to grow as an artist because I know who I am and I know what I want and I know what's important to me. I have a standpoint, I have a position and I'm ready to transfer that into everything I create. So even though I still don't feel like a typical artist or creative person because I have so many different sides in me that kind of don't fit in there, I don't care, you know. I'm not a regular person and that's great. I'll talk a little bit more about what happens when you drop your mask. When you drop your mask, you are able to send out love. And that's what I always do. I make sure to send out love into the world. To put out genuine, kind, and honest words to everyone I interact with. Because when you give positivity, love, light, honesty, authenticity, and when you share your genuine thoughts and emotions with people, you will receive all of that back. And the more you do this, the more you detach from the outcome. The more open and vulnerable I am, the less I care about what others think about me because I'm just being my true self. And that makes me truly powerful. And I'm getting so much stronger by being more vulnerable. And that's kind of counterintuitive, but that's actually my experience because i can say if someone doesn't like that if someone doesn't like me then that's their right i'd rather be loved by few for who i truly am than sort of liked by many for somebody i'm not self-love self-worth and self-confidence i don't think there's anything that can stop you if you truly truly have all these things inside of you so my recipe for constant happiness is a little bit of social media detox, definitely, and, you know, being hopeful, detaching from expectations as much as possible, while still keeping hope and gratefulness high. Because everything happens for a reason. Everything that's supposed to be will find its way 
into our lives. I trust that that will happen at the right time. And at this very moment in my life, I have so much going on, even though we're in lockdown and on an outside level, nothing's happening, but I have 10 things on my plate, so to say. 10 possibilities, ideas, projects, and I'm so excited for the future. And if you lack this excitement, I feel you. I've been there. I know what it feels like when everything seems dull and weird and you just don't know how to go on. But the only thing I can tell you is you have the power to create opportunities for yourself and to take them. And if you feel like things are dull or boring, just try to be a little extra. Create something that's super weird. Take a picture of you that's super weird. I don't know. Or just try something you've never done before. I think that's the best recipe ever. Just do something that kind of pushes you to be better than you were yesterday and to be braver. We're all different. So one person goes on hikes through the craziest wilderness and probably most beautiful landscape. And I have no words for how... See, I have no words. (laughs) I have no words for how impressive that is. And another person, I don't know, sings songs for strangers on Instagram. (laughs) We all have our unique ways to grow. So don't let anyone tell you that you're doing it wrong because your way is the right way because it's yours. To wrap this up, remember, stay positive, stay kind, stay true to yourself, take risks, create opportunities, be vulnerable and do things you feel like doing and just see what happens. And of course, create as much as you can. Ignite beauty and inspiration. Let's make this world a more beautiful, peaceful, amazing, and meaningful place day by day, step by step, and person by person. Whatever you're going through, keep going and believe in yourself. (sighs) Okay, well, I should probably rename this podcast to cheesy but salty or sweet but cheesy, I don't know. Um, I think I'm gonna have to bring back the salt in a major way, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I'm bringing you a very special outro by my brother. If you can make it, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm.